As an African bank, we aim to help our clients to build a sustainable future with a range of innovative products and solutions. Our focus on environmental, social and governance ensures we maintain a complete top-down view on all aspects of your business to help manage regulatory and compliance risk while helping to adhere to ethical and environmental standards. For this special edition podcast, Greg Five, Head of Sustainable Finance at Standard Bank Group, spoke to journalist Eloise Pretorius about how ESG is changing the face of finance in Africa and across the globe, and what the future holds for borrowers and investors. We're joined now by the Head of Standard Bank's Sustainable Finance Division, Greg Five. Greg, good day to you. Yeah, hi, Eloise. Let me start off by asking you this, Greg. Where are we with sustainable finance in Africa? Well, firstly, the market is growing significantly. There's been an incredible amount of development over the last couple of years, and in particular since the the, the pandemic over the last 15 to 18 months or so. So we've seen a, a phenomenal growth in the sustainable finance um, debt market, and in particular, um, on the social and environmental side, just a couple of interesting stats. If you if you have a look at the growth in the global sustainable finance market uh, on a quarter by quarter basis, you, you can see the growth come through really strongly. In the first quarter of this year, um, the sustainable finance market, for the first time actually in in its history, topped four hundred billion dollars. Um, and if you compare that to the last quarter of last year of $285 billion, it's a significant increase. And if we then pivot to, to, to Africa and see how the African continent is doing, we've also seen a similar growth uh, in, in, in the market um, over, over the same period of time. And again, right across the subcategories of sustainable finance, product, social, uh, as well as environmental um, bonds and loans. Greg, to bring it back to the pandemic for a moment, I do wonder, how has COVID impacted the industry? Well, Louise, there have been a number of developments. I think firstly, um, the global pandemic has caused people to, to take a breath uh, and to try and reassess what's, you know, what's important. So we've, we've seen an in- increase in the um, the importance and the significance of ESG, both from the investor perspective. So we're seeing on the on the kind of the global supply of capital side, the global investor base, ESG considerations are becoming increasingly important in their investment decisions. And at the same time, you've seen the users of that capital being being like corporates um, and and issuers of debt also. Um, elevating the importance of ESG in their own businesses and in their own operations. And this is essentially where you know, we see the, the, the big opportunity. You have on the supply of capital side, uh, as well as on, on, the, on the usage of that side, a significant increase in the importance of, of ESG in their decision-making processes. And this is partly the reason that the, the global sustainable finance market is growing so much. And in fact, we see this, this trend continuing going forward. Greg, what other trends or catalysts are also currently on your radar? The other, I think, important development is that ESG itself has become much more mainstream. 
Uh, I've mentioned the importance of ESG considerations in in in, in the deployment of capital, um, and that's exactly right. It's it's moved from being a peripheral niche um, financing instrument to being absolutely core in both capital markets as well as the loan markets. So we're seeing kind of a migration of sustainable finance from being considered something peripheral to something that is absolutely core. What about the coming quarters? What is the forecast there? We think that the market is going to continue to grow. If we have a look at, um, if we just assume that there will be a, a, a continued growth, particularly in the social uh, uh, bond and loan um, developments over the next uh, you know, six months, we do anticipate that there will be quarter-on-quarter growth uh, for the global sustainable finance market. And if you extrapolate the first quarter over the, the full 2021, one could see uh, on a global basis as much as $1 trillion uh, worth of sustainable finance debt based on kind of the track record uh, and, and the performance in, in the first quarter. Which of the bank's sustainable finance products or solutions are leading the way right now? Well, I think there's been, there has been growth um, on both the green bond and loan side, as well as on the social bond and loan side. In fact, one of the, the consequences of, of COVID has been the explosion in kind of social bond and social loan category. And we do anticipate that that will be an increasing, increasingly important um, phenomenon in, in, in the second half of the year. And we do see momentum continuing to, to grow in the social um, and in particular, the, the green bond uh, categories uh, of sustainable finance product over the next uh, 12 months, I would guess. Now, which of the three ESG pillars, and here we refer to environment, social and governance, are we prioritizing at the moment? Or would you say they're all equally important? I would say they're actually equally important. I think one of the, you know, one of the consequences of, of COVID, um, of the pandemic, is that more and more you know, investors... Um, and uh, and customers and consumers are more are concerned about climate change um, and uh, and and the effect that their their actions have have on the climate. So I think the the E consideration ESG is critically important. But by the same token, we're an African bank. Um, Africa is our home. We drive our growth. And for us, the social aspects are as important. So we do see the market for social loans and social bonds and like social sustainability linked loans in the social space growing um, over the next while. Now, green energy is a focal point, especially here in South Africa. Are there any developments here that you could perhaps comment on? Um, I mean, I think the South, the South African market has seen significant growth uh, on the renewable energy side, uh, and we anticipate with further rounds of the new renewable energy um, uh, program continuing, and, and we actually have significant aspirations um, to participate and to, to essentially grow our market share uh, in, in that sub-segment of the energy market. Also, you know, we anticipate that there will be significant opportunity in the decentralized energy space, particularly with some of the developments uh, in the regulatory environment uh, in South Africa over the last couple of weeks. We do anticipate that the, there will be significant opportunity for us uh, in the off-grid decentralized energy subsectors. And it is a part of the market that we are really, really focused on um, uh, over the next, you know, uh, over the next couple of months. Also, I think we we think we can play a, an important role in assisting 
generally corporate South Africa in their own ESG journeys. And part of that is is um, is on their on their climate change strategies. And and so we do anticipate that renewable energy right across the board, whether it's you know on the on the on the grid side or whether it's whether it's off grid, working more directly with with customers, uh, we, you know we do think that um, there, there's a significant opportunity for us to contribute uh, in that uh, subsector. As a journalist, I so often find that business leaders across all sectors, um, especially in agriculture, I'd be very happy to add, are really focusing on green energy, and it's more and more a notion here in South Africa that to do good is good for business. Now, with that in mind, if we kept an eye on the future, what would your comment be on this matter, Greg? That's a great question, Louise. And I think there has been a myth that taking ESG seriously and taking ESG consideration seriously has come at a sacrifice to the bottom line. And this myth has been largely debunked of late. And there have been a number of global studies that have been conducted that show very, very clearly that companies and uh, that take ESG seriously and are seen as ESG leaders um, often outperform uh, their peers from a financial point of view. So, so those those companies that demonstrate ESG leadership um, really outperform on, on on the financial front. So, it you know taking ESG seriously does not. Um, Come at a, at a at a compromise to to the bottom line, and those studies look at look at developed markets and emerging markets across the board, and that's what we're absolutely seeing in in the market. The head of Standard Bank's Sustainable Finance Division, Greg Fife, thank you very much for your insights today. Great, thank you, Louise. Standard Bank's dedicated sustainable finance team works to offer a broad spectrum of product solutions that range from debt management to advisory and support systems. Get in touch with us to find out how we can drive Africa's growth together. Standard Bank is a licensed financial services provider in terms of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act and a registered credit provider in terms of the National Credit Act, registration number NCRCP15.